All right. So, what's going on? Um, we're making more music with Claudia, so she's not singing. Uh, I said four songs so far. Oh wow! Yeah. Nice. It's going what? pretty smooth. Good. Yeah. So you. I just visited my uh, therapist, therapist in his sort of a mansion. Like okay. Seven kilometers from this place. Okay. Oh, is that who you posted a picture with earlier? Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. So I guess that uh, helps you a lot, right? Yeah, he became a really good friend. You know, I was in therapy seven years. I started like uh, ninety-eight. Right. Yeah. I hear her singing now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Real cool. Uh, yeah, I saw, saw you post stuff uh, actually yesterday about. Um, you want to give Stradivarius secrets away? People got all <laughs> got all worried and wondering what you're going to give away. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, a lot of production. I, I talked to a guy from Louisiana. Yeah, I talked to like 40 minutes, and he was like really into it, fucking specific. Like really? What, which, which, which microphones? Which positions? Which effects? Which uh, settings? Uh, he has yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, do you want you want to let uh, people know where they could uh, contact you to do that if they want to know? Any... Just email me and you know send me a WhatsApp and I see what I can do. What's your email address? Ttolki at yahoo.com. All right. Yeah. So if anybody wants to know some Stradivarius uh, production secrets, not uh, yeah. behind-the-scenes secrets. It's not really <laughs> secret because it's something I developed together with Mikko Karmila, who is now, now mixing New Nightwish in Finland. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's very fun. Nice. Yeah, we, me and him, like, we sort of defined the power of sound with episode in 96. Right, right yeah. 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 You're going to have to show me some of those secrets. I could use some help. Well, <laughs> they are really basic stuff at the end of the day. You know? It's like if you record like a good quality signal, you don't have to do much to it in a mix. Right, yeah. It's already there, so. Right. I always, for example, with the guitars, I always record dry. I never use any effects. I only add in oh, the really? mix. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. And everything is added in the mix. You record through an amp, or do you, like, plug in? Amp. Always an amp. Always an amp. All right. Always cool. an amp. Yeah, because yeah, you can tell, uh, you know, the difference between both, so. Well, definitely nowadays the plugins are very... I mean, I have a Universal Audio Arrow, and it has, it's like a Marshall... Yeah, but it's not the same like a real amp. No way. No, not at all. But they do have some really cool uh, uh, amps and stuff on those things. Exactly. This is really advanced, this is. But at the end of the day, nothing really can replace a prop, like proper amp with a nice mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Well, we're all getting a preview of uh, the new song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so. Um, just, I just want to start a little bit, like uh, how you got um, into, you know, with uh, before you started Stradivarius, like you know, obviously you, you know your father and everything and all that yeah. stuff, and um, you know what really got you into wanting to play music. Well, my mother told me that I was three, was on dancing next to a radio, and she yeah. told me that I could already sing some Beatles songs when I was three. Right. And then I was five when I first when my, was my first time. When I actually touched the guitar, with my co- my cousin had a, a steel string. Okay. So I I like stroked the string and 
I could immediately like I picked up uh, the the strings like the the notes. Mm-hmm. I was seven when I got my first guitar as a Christmas present, and I could tune it because I remember the lyric the the notes. I remembered it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But somehow very very natural to me. It, yeah, cause I used to play guitar. It was my first instrument. I, that's kind of almost everybody's first instrument. Their parents yeah, exactly. always give them a guitar, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. But uh, I had a shitty guitar, and it always fell apart. So I kind of just gave it up. <laughs> yeah, and I wish I didn't, because now you know I got the drums. But you know, when you have an idea and you head of a guitar chord you yeah. want to do, I can't do it. You know, I <laughs> I try, but right. Yeah, but that's how I started, and, and then my father was always listening to like uh, Abba Beatles, a Ura Heap, you know, did at he, home. Did so, he play like, guitar too, or anything? Or anything? no, he was horrible. He's like, horrible voice <laughs> he couldn't play anything like, completely but he he so he really uh, uh introduced me to, to the to music and yeah heap especially heap right and purple deep purple was also he listened to that oh wow yeah. what was your favorite uh, beatles song yesterday probably. oh really okay uh-huh that's fucking cool but i like every them they are so great you know yeah it's like basic, like how do you write hit songs? You know, two right. three minutes. Yeah, and I know. I, very know nobody does that now. Very often they go straight to chorus. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah by me, like, it goes straight to the chorus, man. Like, yeah. 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 You ever think of writing songs like that? Well, Hunting High and Low starts with, basically with a chorus. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And I like a lot Max Martin, this Swedish producer who did Britney Spears and Westlife and Backstreet Boys. Okay. And he did It's My Life. So he's like, dun, dun, do, 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 do. Oh, yeah. His theory is that one has to recognize the song within seven seconds from the start. Yeah. Right. So there has to be a hook. Right. Yeah, that's what gets people that. in. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's like a. But it's not really big, because in metal it's different, you know? right? Yeah, in metal it's different. Yeah, it is very different. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, oh crap! I'm, I'm listening to her in the background. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's really cool singer. She is very cool. You have to have her on the show. Yeah, sure. She yeah. would be happy to do it. Yeah. Um. You, is she doing like a whole album with you or what? Yeah, whole album. So uh, every single song and everything. We we feel like we have like like ten really cool songs. Yeah. Now is this something separate from the Mike Visceral stuff? Yeah, it's completely different. Oh wow. Yeah, it's more like um, I actually don't know which how it will feel. <laughs> but we'll see. Yeah. Wow, you got so much stuff going on, man. It's two to three projects. I, I really like to be busy at this point. So yeah, I see that. That's what I do. Yeah. yeah. You notice that helps you too with like you know because you said you went to the uh, psychiatrist earlier. Does that that helps you definitely like, uh, playing the guitar and everything, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, he became a really good friend, and, and to have a good, I have like um, I don't have so many friends here, but the ones I have are very big guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Esa Sarin is like a very big known philosopher here. He used to do lectures for Nokia mm-hmm. for like 100,000 euros one, one like two hour lecture. Right, yeah, yeah. Huh. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 
I was reading your book, um, the, you know, the first book that you put out. I was reading that a few weeks ago. Man, it, it just, I couldn't even imagine, like, the shit that you went through. You know, especially when, like, I saw the one part, that was when you went to school and you saw your, you know, father and all that crap. Yeah. It, was, it was just, that's terrible. I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. But it fucking happens. You know, it's part of my history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't deny it. So, it, no. it sort of made me who I am today. Um... I am very thankful for my daddy in this moment, but then again, you have to think, how, how the fuck can you be thankful for something like what happened? But you have to. Right. But at the same time, you can't, you can't force yourself to be thankful if you're not. No. Yeah. So I, I really went, especially in the therapy, I went through like a metamorphosis. Mm-hmm. You know, I sort of grew into this. Yeah. Mindset, or heart set. Because mind is always conditioned. I don't like the mind. Really. Mind is like a tool. It's like in a computer. It's like a... The central unit. Yeah. Uh, but the heart, we really feel with the heart and, you know, mind yeah. and heart connection. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I couldn't even imagine, man. I, I just said, I, I just, it, you know, it, was, it hurt to read all that stuff that, you know, that happened and then you saw all that stuff. And then yeah. Just, yeah. The, tough, the stuff, like when I was in Berlin, there was this a guy from Iceland, Ingvar. Ingvar Thorderson. He's like a big film mogul who, even this did stuff with David Bowie and thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I was in the car with this guy, and I was in the front seat. Right. He was behind me, and I felt like he's reading my mind. So I was thinking, I had a conscious thought, if you read my mind, knock me in the back twice. And in yeah, five, was... se- I, five seconds, I go, the fuck. Yeah. It's really happening. Right. And then he left when we went back to the hotel, and I was in the entrance with him, and he looked at me like this, and I, had, I saw black wings. Right. In his back. It's fucking happened. Now. Yeah. Yeah, I remember like he, he read that in the book. He, knew, like... he, knew exactly that, he knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah. He, knew, he got kicks out of it somehow. <laughs> yeah. Where did that guy go? Because I, when I was reading it, it said that he kind of just disappeared. You ever see him or talk to him ever again? Yeah, he's, he, I have his WhatsApp. Uh, so he's okay. Uh, he's not doing stuff like that anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> but I also I like to keep distance to certain people. So I, you know, I was just talking to Lauri Porra yesterday in WhatsApp, and he he told me that he Cotifel is okay with me, but he just wants to keep a little bit distance in this moment. Oh really? Okay. And yeah, I, also, I saw you. Uh... I went went down with the post as well, like not so much fucking anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I think people love that. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I felt like Lauri told me that maybe I should. You know, cool, cool down, calm down a little bit for a while. So, I it. <laughs> it's okay, I think. So, you, know, yeah, you, don't you don't want to get all those snowflakes all, uh, you know, uh, pissed off at you. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't really want it anymore. No, I, don't, I don't need it. So, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, um, what did you have like any any bands like before you were joined in uh, Stradivarius like, like school bands and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah. My first band was called Roadblock. Oh, okay. And that was in '82. And in this, actually, Tuomo Lassila, the the Stradivarius drummer, he became he came and he was a, a vocalist you know, oh. in the first first uh, formation of Roadblock. Then I started singing, and then I had had a band called Thunder. Mm-hmm. And Thunder was. Pretty much like rainbow pastiches, yeah. Kind of band, and that's when I made like the first demo back in I think '84 or something. 
83. I was, it was in 84 when I got a call from Lassell to join Sutherland and do a gig in Aalborg, yeah. Denmark. And in this gig, my, my strata was stolen. Oh, jeez. On the backstage. So I came back with an empty case. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, yeah. Because that was like, my mother bought me that when I was 14. Not oh, 12, wow. 13. Wow. 79 anniversary, silver, Sarcaster. Wow. Yeah. That's what makes was, it worse. I, I, I was a lot into, you know, everybody like, origins of my picking technique is with Aldi Meola. What is that? I don't even know Aldi Meola. Is. Aldi Meola is like a, he's like, he's, he's like a, you don't know Aldi Meola. Mm. Wow. Um, they had a, a live album called Friday Night in San Francisco. Paco De Lucia, John McLaughlin, and Aldi Meola, like three guys. Okay. Playing acoustic guitars and really fucking fast. Wow. When I saw that, I decided I really want to be like that. So I started, I played when I was, let's say from when I was like 14 to uh, 19, I played every day, eight hours, every day. It became sort of a routine. And when you do so many years, eight hours a day, you you really develop very good technique. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, I used to play drums every single day. I probably did eight hours too a day. I come home from school and be playing until you know eight o'clock at night. Yeah, and you know you, you get to the point where like you could kind of do almost everything. Yeah. But but then when I gave up for like five years and I try to start over again, it's like uh, I lost all the things that I okay. you know taught myself how to play. Right. So I t- right. I totally get that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Were you playing similar music that you played in Stradivarius in those older bands or? It's- like what kind of style was it? Roadblock was more like we did a lot of covers of Black Sabbath. Oh, okay. Black Sabbath, especially Black Sabbath. Like Symptom of the Universe and stuff like that. Oh, really? Yeah. And Randy Rhodes became very important at that time. I was, I really loved the Diary for Madman. How he did like three, when he did solos, there was like three tracks. Pan, right, yeah. One in the middle, like Strat, Lenspoor. He had like Flying V. Polka dot model, but he, he was a lot. Right, yeah. Yeah, it's a signature uh, thing. Exactly. Yeah. And Gary Moore. Okay. Gary, Gary was like Corridor's Power, Victims of the Future. I saw him in Helsinki twice live. Oh, wow. In wow. House of Culture, yeah. yeah. I know who he is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he is. Really <laughs> yeah. And yeah. yeah. So I was, I think, 30 when I heard Smoke on Water live. Oh, wow. Japan, wow. And I immediately wanted to have electric guitar after that. And yeah. the rest is history, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think he, he started up uh, with um, uh, Rainbow again, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, um, he actually, I think he lives not too far from where I live. He's, he lives somewhere around here. I think he's in Long Island. Yeah, yeah, that's where I am. That's cool. Yeah, he has sort of like a castle there. Yeah, that's what I hear. I haven't seen it. I don't know where it is, but uh, yeah. And then he always goes to the uh, Renaissance fairs that we have, uh, yeah, that they exactly. have upstate. Yeah. yeah, I never met him. Like they were here in July, and I said, I told Jens if I can meet Richie, and he said, No, sorry, but Richie wants. He really doesn't want to have anybody on backstage. Really? Yeah. Hmm, that's yeah, interesting. Jens said that he's very, um, very. Um, like conscious of his life energy, he doesn't want. He no. doesn't, really doesn't want anybody there. <laughs> <laughs> was for me a couple of times really, really close to meet this guy. I know one day we will meet. Yeah, 
Because I, I know he knows. Who, I know he knows who I am. Who he is. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure yeah. he does. Actually, my uh, my cousin he plays guitar and stuff like that. And um, I think Richie did a, a show not too long ago, maybe a couple of years ago, and he yeah. actually played with him. So cool. Yeah, he, yeah, I think he's a really cool guy. Probably he is. Yeah, yeah, I don't see why not. I, with Richie, I, I, I adapted a lot of his humor, the sarcastic stuff, you know. <laughs> well, he says fuck all the time, too? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's really, really cool. I, I, I saw a lot of interviews in YouTube. But, really? Yeah. <laughs> Were you into his uh, Black Moors Night stuff? I was. I saw him. My daughter Nina, we met once. I think it was in Helsinki, one black moss night. Mm. Under the violet moon, I think. Yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that stuff's alright. I'm not too much yeah. into that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I like that one song that uh, his wife did with uh, Halloween, the uh, Light the Universe song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, exactly. All right. So um, after you did those, uh, those, you know, your high school bands and stuff, um, how did you get in, uh, to. Was was Stradivarius like was that the name of the band before you got with them or Yeah. It was Tuamalasi and the guitar player back 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 then, Stafan Strowan. They came up with this. They were like fucking around with stuff like Amanos Page, combination of different words and Stradivarius yeah. Stradivarius was like what they Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's a very original name, a very good yeah. idea. Yeah. And you Americans you always say Stradivarius. Right. In Finland we say Stratovarius. Oh, well, I'm not rolling my tongue like that. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Stradivarius, <laughs> but anything works, you know, because the name is really cool. So, Stradivarius is okay to say, Stradivarius. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what you're going to get out of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, were you, were you singing when you started, or um, was somebody else doing that? I was singing. I started singing already. I was in a boys' choir called Cantores Minores. Okay. I was 10 already. I was singing in a big choir. We had like a black hoods stuff. And we sing in churches. Oh. Uh, yeah. So I was in very early. I was singing already. Mm. School so parties you, and things like that. So when you joined Stradivarius, you were singing too and, and guitar at the same time? I first last till I was, then he couldn't sing the stuff. I started to record a future shock. Oh, okay. All this. So then we switched and I started singing. Yeah. Yeah, the first year we got back in '87 uh, from CBS Finland. Right. We sing like four to ten with them. Features of which of Black Knight was there. Yeah. Uh, I wish I would have that, but I don't have it anymore. Now you don't have any of your old uh, demo stuff. I have fucking nothing. You know, I'm really? very bad with preserving stuff. Yeah. <laughs> some, I know that some guys are really like anal of preserving their stuff, and they're like really, really met- meticulously. Yeah, archived everything, but I'm really not like that. Wow, I like to create new stuff always. It's like really what gives me that pleasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does anybody have your old demo stuff? I think some, you know, there's there exists a demo of fourth dimension where I do the vocals. What is what was that? Fourth dimension album. There is exists a demo where I do the vocals. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Somebody has it for sure. Well, we'll have to find out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> against the wind. I, everything's my vocal, so. Oh, really? And then Timo came and we was actually switched in the middle of production. Yeah. He created the vocals, yeah. Yeah. yeah it was yeah, a huge. 90, uh... 90, 95, it was a year. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was a huge change in there. But I don't want to go too far yet because I actually want to listen to the first album because it's been a while since I heard uh, Fright Night. Yeah. But, so when I listen to that, maybe uh, for next week, I'll uh, we'll okay. get into that a little bit more. Yeah, it's a, it's but, a, um, we did it in four days in Speedwalk. <laughs> really? Four days? Two days for the recorders and two days for the mix. And Hans La- La- uh, what was his name? Hans Raudi of CBS. He said, did you mix in a day? Really? Yeah, did you mix in the day? It took oh. two days. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Still, so that's vocals, fast. I, I did vocals like six hours, man. To all wow. the songs. But you probably had the songs down. Like, you practiced. I How long did you practice the songs for? We were very well practiced, rehearsed. Yeah. When we the so it, we didn't, but of course, you want to have more than four days, man. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did uh, did everybody did you record it all live in the studio or everybody did their own separate things? No, we did we did it live, but then we we only kept the drums and we replaced everything. So we, everything was done to a click track. Oh, okay, wow. Yeah, Twenty four track Otari. Wow. I don't know, two inch tape. Wow. Do you remember how much that cost to uh, record? That at that time was I think uh, we had still film marks, so it was like probably. Around um, like hundred euros a day. Wow! Yeah. Wow. Now Finn works is four hundred fifty euros a day. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, four fifty. Uh-huh. That's funny. But I, I get deals like maybe around three hundred a day because I'm I have been very good customer. They use my name a lot. Right. Yeah. Because everybody's like from South America is uh, sending their stuff to Master to Mika Jussila to Finnworks. Right. They yeah, have so a like this. Well, they should let you use it for free then. You're giving them publicity. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, it's a business and everybody knows how to put their side. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, did you, were you guys um, signed to a label when you recorded that album or were you just looking to be on a label? We were signed on CBS Finland. Oh, you were? So that's, yes. okay. CBS, exactly. All right, cool. So they liked the demo and everything that you sent them? Yeah. They said that the vocals could be better. That's what <laughs> yeah. That I remember clearly. I had you, you recorded the demo. All that was all probably live too, right? The whole band. Yeah, it was, but the same way. Oh, so you did the, the same way with the click track and everything yeah, with the, the demo too. Just repeated the demo procedure. Oh wow! Finnworks, yeah. I, I'm gonna have to hear the. I'm sure the demo may be on YouTube somewhere. Maybe it is. I'll have to look. It doesn't really sound, I think, it did not sound really different from the final result of Finnworks. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a demo, you're not going to... It's a demo. Yeah. And at that, that at that point, we didn't use any samples, so it's really live drums. Wow. Yeah, the snare and the kicks, everything's really, like, live. Uh, yeah. Acoustic drums. Yeah. Toms, cymbals, hi-hat, snare, uh, right. When did you start using samples on the drums? I think it was a Twilight Time album. Okay. Back in '92, and I'm still using the same samples from uh, uh, Alice's HR 16B. It's like a black box. Mm. So I use always like monster kick and, and uh, tiled kick and '90s gate snare stuff. Wow, that must have been a bitch to do that back then. There's no computers and everything. No, there were. We had like Macintosh. Oh, really? Yeah, we had Cubase. So every, every oh, that was available day. back then. Yeah. It was. Oh, okay. Hmm. I had no idea. 
I wasn't involved with music back then, so I didn't know what, what was out or what wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> All I did back then was just listen. Right, right. Yeah. All right, well, um, we'll end this show, this episode for now. Okay. And then uh, I'll listen to Fright Night because I want to ask you some more questions about Fright Night. Okay, cool. All right. And then um, not next week, but maybe the week after, maybe we'll have some fans ask you some questions. Okay, cool. That's always fun. Yeah, we'll ask you. We'll stick with like the Fright Night, you know, the first okay. uh, hour sure. questions and stuff like Perfect. that. So, okay, cool. if any fans, you know, stay, stay tuned for next week's episode because then we'll ask you guys to, uh, yeah. you know, uh, send us an email and ask us, uh, ask Timo, or Timo. Timo. One day I'll get it right. Timo. Oh, Timo. <laughs> we got this. I want to respell your name. T E E M O. Yeah. T. Just for me. No, no, no. I want to spell T E E M O. Timo. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's how I'll pronounce it. Timo. Okay. Whatever works. South Americans they usually say Timo, but two M's. Yeah. See now that's yeah. It's just Timo talk. Yeah. One day I'll get it. Yeah, no worries. Just say, you know, say Timo or whatever. You know what it is? Like, forever. I've always seen your name as Timo. So that's yeah. always how I've pronounced it. So right. for that's me to break question. out of that, it's, it's like impossible. It's like Michael Kiske, it, it, German say Michael. Yeah. Michael, yeah, Michael Kiske, but he says Mike Kiske. Right, yeah. yeah. There was another weird one, too, because it, it's Kiske. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not spelled like that. I don't know. It's weird. I know, yeah. Kiske is not a typical German name. Yeah. Yeah, very not like Hitler. <laughs> That's an easy one to pronounce. That's very easy. Yeah. Adolf Hitler. <laughs> hey, uh, quick, before we leave. Okay. Uh, there was a thing on TV the other night, because I know last week we talked about Trump a little bit. Yeah. Now it looks like they're they're getting to impeach him. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, um, I don't know, man. It's like, it's, it's anyway, it's president of the United States. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe he did some bad stuff, but, you know, He's a very powerful guy. He's the most powerful guy in the world. Yeah. I think we should maybe let him do his stuff because he's a very, very clever business guy. Right. You know? and, and economically, we have basically fucked everybody here. So. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I think whatever he did, he probably, most likely, you know, he does things to keep us safe. Not. That's what know, I mean. He can, he can only yeah. do so much, but. Exactly. He's not. He's not going to do something to you know get us in, in real bad trouble. He wants to get a deal to get things done. I think so too. I and I do I do think so. I mean, you can might have, a lot of things about this guy, but I think yeah. he, in the end he means well. Yeah, yeah. He might have did it the wrong way, but you know, there's there's always reasons why. Yeah. Somebody's going to do the things they did, you know. Yeah, and I, I don't think that this impeachment thing will actually be valid in the end. I think they will back off. Yeah, I hope so because it's it's been since day one. Yeah, I've been there. It's I know. trying to. They wasted so much time. It's so stupid. Yeah, it's stupid. It's really it's stupid. stupid. I think. Yeah. Do you have these kind of problems uh, where you are? No, uh, no, no, no. We don't. No, our president is like. Well, he was just visiting Trump, and it was in the news that Trump was a little bit aggressive, and like this is a cool guy, I'm like tapping him, like he's you know, a very nice man, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's how he is, you know. He's just like a a, a guy up the street, except he's. Uh, I think he, that's actually a very cool thing. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather have that than some guy feeding feeding you bullshit, you know. Yeah, exactly. You know, just because they say fancy words doesn't mean you know they they are doing you know things for your best interest, you know. Right, right. I I really feel this way. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I wanted to ask you that because I was watching news last night, and that's 
thought about you when I saw that. <laughs> All right, so thank you very much. Thank you, man. And we Always will see you guys. Yeah, we will see you guys next week. Okay, see you then. All right. Bye. Bye, bye, man. Bye.